I'm Libby Collins on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. Green Bay Game Day gets underway at 9 o'clock this morning. Right now, though, at 8.37, joining us on our Tri-County Contracting Hotline, it's Mark Cass, Editor-in-Chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Mark, it finally happened. Amfan Field's $500 million funding plan went through. Now, how did it get over that finish line, and what's the timeline right now? Very interesting. I'll say I was right in this case, but I don't know if you remember way back when we started talking about this. It was January, February, and I said it's going to take nine months or so. It's going to take into the fall, and I said it's going to get messy, and no one's going to want to watch. There were some moments where it was maybe a little bit on edge, but what was really the key was some moves made at the last minute in terms of who's on the board, who oversees the district, in terms of a ticket tax on non-sports events, concerts, and that kind of thing. So it got done now. It'll move to Governor Evers' office. He says he will sign it. That'll probably happen right after Thanksgiving. So now they can move ahead. And, you know, I think what you'll see in early 24 is you'll start to see work on the ballpark. Some of the things that I've talked about, whether it's escalators, elevators, some of the heating systems, some of the cooling systems, the scoreboards, and things like that. You'll also see them start to look at the winterizing of the ballpark so that they can hold events there all year long. I think you'll see that start in 24. And you'll see more events there. Having that certainty. I often talk about uncertainty and how that impacts somebody. Here, you know, here was the case. Now, you know, now they're I have at least they're 2050. We know they're gonna. We know they're gonna be here. We know kind of where they're gonna be, and we know kind of what's gonna be spent. So this is a big deal because we have to look at the economic impact of it, what it means to the city, what it means to the state, and it's nice to see it get done. Were you surprised with the senators who voted no? Especially the ones from Milwaukee. And I get the argument of we're helping these sports players who make lots and lots of money with the team. But on the other hand, you have to look at the economic impact of this. And you and I have talked about this. There's only 29 other cities have that kind of team. It's important to a city. It's important in terms of drawing companies, in terms of drawing employees. It's very important. And, you know, the thing I also talked about was that it also draws in money. When the Cardinals play here, when the Cubs play here, their fans come here and spend money. When we have concerts at the stadium, the one thing I was surprised was something was almost half of the people who attend a concert there are from other states. And spending their money here. If you don't have a stadium, I mean, it's not going to happen. So this is the big deal. Let's move to the Deer District, where there's another proposal with the Milwaukee Bucks partnering on a 210-unit apartment and commercial building. What's all this about, and what else do you think might be developed along with it? You know, I think this is a nice next step. As we looked at that area, you've seen all the retail and the restaurants happen. We saw the trade open recently to have a hotel. They do have apartments there. But here you have a major component of apartments with some retail space on the first floor to activate the area. The one thing you hear over and over again about this area is that it's live, work, and play. Obviously, having that live component is important because it brings energy and activity there. I can remember eight or nine years ago, think about that area there from April through October, kind of what went on near the arena. And it was nothing. I remember there was a restaurant in that structure there that would switch owners like every year and a half. It just couldn't survive. Now you see all the activity there. You see all the things that are going on. It's really important. But having a live component of it is important because it brings in that 24-hour energy and activity. What's next? Well, obviously what's next is a music thing that you and I have talked about. They're also going to have a second hotel to the west here. And then there's talk about more apartments, more commercial. For years, they had looked at office there, Libby, but that's probably not going to happen right now because of Class A office space and the pandemic. So you'll probably see more retail and more residential there to really enhance that area. And I think you'll see it move north over time, you know, towards the new museum and then move up the hill towards those other neighborhoods that are really growing and really look good. Let's talk about that major expansion of the Microsoft Data Center in Racine County. How did the Foxconn project 
actually allow Microsoft to come together so quickly? Yeah, this is fascinating because there was a lot of criticism, and it was due. There's no doubt Foxconn was oversold and for what has happened there. But all of us have to remember the money that was spent through the state and the municipality area on infrastructure, the roads, the sewer, and the water helped that site become kind of one of these sites across the country where you could walk in and you could start your project. It had all the infrastructure in place. So here you have a company like Microsoft who came in with their first project and had about 300 acres. Well, now they're adding on 900 acres or more. Again, important because that infrastructure was in place and all set to go. It's nowhere near the jobs that they were talking about with Foxconn, but the investment, huge amount of investment. And I think when you can have a company like this, I just think it's important to the region because, one, it's good for the region. Two, I think it'll draw in other companies who want to be near them. But three, it maybe hopefully ends all the talk about Foxconn and what it could have been. I mean, it is what it is. It is something that there's about a million square feet and about 800 or so employees. So it is something, but nowhere near what it was. But now you have this other company who's going to invest a ton of money down there and really make that area great. Well, let's stay in Racine for a minute because news broke on Friday about Woodman's Grocery Store being the anchor at the Regency Mall in Racine. That's a $100 million region development. Now, can this shopping center reinvent itself? Well, it's an, I mean, it's another mall reinvention story, right? They're all doing it in the area, whether we're talking about Greendale, Southridge, we're talking on Brookfield Square, Bayshore, they're all reinventing themselves. And here you have a really smart move. You're bringing a large grocery store, you're bringing a Woodman's there, which will draw in traffic which helps everybody else at the mall, right? That's the whole idea is that it's rare nowadays when you just go shop at a mall. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went to a mall only to shop. I mean, I I may have gone there to eat. I may have gone to a movie. I may have gone to something else. But I'm going to ask you that question. When was the last time you went to shop only at a mall? I like touching and feeling and going. Yeah, I understand and, that, but just yeah, to a mall. I mean, I go to the corners a lot, Mayfair. Yeah, sure. I'm still a mall You're girl. You're one of those loyal I'm, shoppers that I am, I'm not. So. I, I, you know, remember the Valley <laughs> Girls and the Mall Girls? Uh, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> But there are a few of you, or there are a lot fewer of you out there. How about that? Malls nowadays, it's hard to survive just as a mall. That's why we've seen all these reinventions of malls throughout the area. And there is very few in the country traditional malls left. They've become these mixed-use projects that rely on other things to draw in people. And that's what you're seeing here. And I think this is a great reuse of what once was a very well-known mall. Well, let's talk about shopping because this ah, is the week. See, it's that's, that's how you did that. That was you're in radio. You're very good at this. Like we've that. got Black Friday, which I mean, there was a time that you couldn't get a parking space at a mall yep. on a Black Friday. Remember when the stores used to open at you know three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, or, or they'd s- open on Thursday, or stay open all crazy. night. I do remember those days. But what is the economic outlet for this retail holiday season? Because a lot of smaller retail stores, this is 40% of their income for the year. Or more, 50%. Some of them is more. But this is a big deal. So what I've seen nationally, as I've looked at the numbers, is a 3% increase over last year. So good, but not as strong as in other years. Other years, you've seen 6% to 8%. I think we've seen the economic slowdown occur. We've seen it with some of the larger retailers like a Target. I think you've seen the holiday season start earlier. People are shopping earlier. I think other things, people are going to wait. They're going to wait for the sales that always come, right? We always wait for that 40%, 50% off. So I think it's going to be kind of an uneven holiday season. I think it'll be okay. The concern as everyone looks at it is early 24. You know, what will happen after we spend all of our money at Christmas and Hanukkah? What will that mean? And then how will we spend money in 24? So I think it'll be good, but not great. And I know you're going to spend more on me. So that's all I'm really worried about. You're going to up your game, right? Yeah. And how will we pay off those credit card bills and into the next year. That's, That's the most important question. And, yeah. and, you know, you're going to have a heck of a credit card bill from me. So, I mean, <laughs> I get it. I gift card this year, Mark. Anyway, have <laughs> a happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat yes. too much turkey. 
No, I don't. I'll be out there walking a lot, that's for sure. But you and all your listeners really have a great holiday, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Well, as a matter of fact, you're going to join me on Black Friday morning. We'll check in and find out if you do any shopping by then. I'm going to be waiting in line at some store somewhere, and I'm going to call you. Oh, I love it. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's do that. (laughs) Mark Cass on the street. There you go. (laughs) Have a great week and a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Thank you. Take care.